Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to our theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this podcast. And today, one of our listeners writes in, and they ask a great question. Does God exist? Well, the Bible opens with God creating in six days and on the seventh resting. The Bible describes the Lord as God in the following ways. He's eternal. He's all-powerful. He's infinite in understanding. He is perfectly holy like no other and the only God. He is incapable of lying. He's the creator of the whole universe and the Savior to name just a few characteristics of the biblical God. Well, atheists tend to think that supernatural events like miracles are necessary for proof the existence of God. The main problem with this argument is even if you show them miracles from the Bible, they won't ever be fully convinced because of miracles themselves. You see, the Bible describes the following on these points. In 1 Kings 18.39, after the Lord consumed Elijah's sacrifice with fire from heaven, the Israelites proclaimed that he is God. And even so, the prophets of Bilal did not submit to the Lord, and they were executed, 1 Kings 18.40 says. Rahab was saved by faith, Hebrews 11.31 says. The rest of Jericho was destroyed because of unbelief. And even so, they remained in unbelief because they were terrified of Israel 40 years after the plagues in Egypt, Joshua 2, 9-11 says. And after Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, many Jews believed on the Lord Jesus. The chief priests even so tried to kill Lazarus to cover up the evidence, even though Jesus performed many miracles. The Pharisees attributed Christ's miracles to the devil and plotted to have him killed. In Acts 4, 16, after Peter healed the lame man, the religious leaders recognized a miracle had been done but responded with unbelief. And then the religious leaders responded with a threat to the disciples to not preach Jesus Christ anymore. Miracles reveal the power of God and are intended to point people to the Lord. Miracles, though, are not a reliable cure for hardened unbelief. The Lord commanded Moses in Exodus 4, 4 through 9 to do miracles among Israel so they might believe that he was sent by the Lord. And even after seeing all the miracles Moses did, Pharaoh still chased the Israelites to the Red Sea to his destruction. Israel had witnessed miracle after miracle in Egypt and yet could not enter the promised land because of unbelief. Israel's history showed that the supernatural work of the Lord is not always an antidote to unbelief. The Israelites struggle with God despite seeing the work of God. Miracles may convince some people that he exists, but biblical history shows the supernatural are not an absolute antidote to unbelief for atheists. You see, the heart of the matter is God has revealed himself in the word of God so he can be known, worshipped, and obeyed. And some with hardened unbelief explain the Lord away like the Pharisees. They assisted Christ cast out demons by the prince of devils instead of believing the miracles were a demonstration of the power of God. Scripture is clear. 2,020 years ago, God walked in human form in the God-man, the Lord Jesus. And Jesus is described in the following ways in the word. Performing miracles to which the skeptics explained him away as a good man or deceiver of people in John 7, 12. 
Jesus is described as being demon-possessed in John 7.20 because skeptics of Jesus would rather believe anything than confess him as Lord God. Miracles are a vital part of the revelation of God to humanity, but unbelievers often persist in unbelief. Skeptics may admit a miraculous event they could not deny, and yet they still refuse to repent and trust in Christ alone. The Lord taught that someone rising from the dead would not convince those hardened by unbelief to believe in him. And yet, it's not enough to prove that the Lord exists, for for James 2.19 teaches that the demons believed in the Lord. Believing in the existence of God does nothing for you if you don't trust in the Lord Jesus as Savior and Lord. And to do that, you need to believe he died on the cross and rose from the dead to give you eternal life. The lack of recognition of sin against God and the confession of Christ as Lord is why even an appearance from God himself would be explained away by atheists. Even so, Christians should use sound biblical apologetic arguments to show the character and the attributes of God. As fully God and fully man, the Lord has revealed himself in his life, his death, resurrection, and ascension. Consider the following truths. Jesus was born of a virgin, and the religious leaders accused him of being an illegitimate child. The wise men followed a star to the exact location of baby Jesus. Herod wanted to kill Jesus. The angels announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherds, and Jesus died naked on a cross in earthly shame, but glorious in the eyes of God the Father. The whole of creation testifies to the existence of God. Skeptics use that knowledge and understanding, along with their own conscience, to suppress the truth of God in the Word. And Christians can use such evidence in their arguments for biblical apologetics as they witness for Christ. Only Jesus Christ can knock down the hardened doors of unbelief and open the eyes and the hearts of sinners. The world can explain Jesus away as a good teacher, a crazy man, or a deceiver. After 2,020 years, nothing has changed, nor has the heart of man and their need for Christ alone who can save sinners. The Lord has declared in Exodus 3.14, I am who I am. There was never a time when the Lord was not, and there will never be a time when he will not be. As dependent creatures, every human being relies on the Lord for standards for what is right, what is knowledgeable, and much more. As finite humans, we can only know our place in the universe he created when we remember that the Lord is the creator and we are his creation. And this is why the creator-creature distinction is so vital. In fact, it's vital and critical to biblical theology. Every act of sin arises when humans forget that they are the creation and live by their own rules instead of those established by the creator. Every biblical orthodox summary of theology submits itself to God the creator and not to their ideas ideas of goodness, truth, and beauty. True worship begins only when humans see themselves as created creatures who owe their creator and Lord and who offer their lives as a worship offering of thanks and praise to the glory of God. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.